We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man Andres Hale. Coming at you guys from Blue Wire Studios in the Wind Resort in Las Vegas. Time for some wrestling today. But before we dive into that, we're talking AEW, talking WWE. Of course, we're actually going and watching TNA, the rebirth of TNA this weekend. So we'll touch on that. We'll probably recap it more next week. But if you guys haven't heard, we are on Patreon again. We tried five years ago. The back end stuff was a little weird. It was very hard to keep up with. Lo and behold, technology is great. So we're giving it another try now. Have everything set up. It is growing great already. Shout out to everyone who is already subscribed. We appreciate you. We really, really do. If you haven't, check out our bio on IG or Twitter. The link is in there. You guys can subscribe. It's only $5. You guys get a ton of content. All of our videos, full-length episodes are on there. Every single show that comes out, you can see it live 4K. Thanks to everyone here at Blue Wire Studios. Plus, you guys get a special episode every single week where Dre and I talk hip-hop, whatever's current events, shooting the shit, talking about old stories, whatever we want to do. Hour-long episodes every single week with us. And so far, we got three of those up there already. So make sure you guys tune in and tons of our videos from our past couple of weeks as well are up there. So a lot of content as soon as you subscribe and then four to five pieces of content every single week. Plus you guys will get access to the Corner Club Discord where we can talk about all the shit we're talking about on the show every week. Give your opinions on that as well. And then we have a Corner Club OG tier where we're going to add a bunch of special shit on there. Um, We're going to have some cool like sticker giveaways. We're going to have special episodes for the people in that tier. If you guys were following us five years ago, there was uh, the Corner Club monthly episodes where you guys got to come on, shoot the shit with me. We'll talk about whatever you guys want to talk about um, for that segment. So we're going to redo that for that tier as well. So plenty of dope things coming to Patreon. It's going to be so, so fun. Uh, Also behind the scene content when we go out. If we're doing stuff like WrestleMania week, if we're doing stuff like when AEW comes out here every May for Double or Nothing and cool behind the scenes content where we are watching wrestling matches, all of that will be on that higher corner club OG tier 
as well. So we're getting it rocking. We're doing it right. It is really, really fun. I think we have a great setup on there now. So it's only going to grow and get bigger. So we appreciate everyone. Again, Patreon, the Corner Podcast. That's going to be really good. But these episodes, pro wrestling, boxing, MMA, still brought to you wherever you guys listen every week. It's a podcast. So don't worry, we ain't going nowhere. We ain't completely behind the paywall. You still get to hear us every single week. Dre, right now we're starting with pro wrestling. Though. This is what the people came to hear this week. I don't care. I'm, I don't care about order, fluidity. This man deserves to go first. Ain't shit better in pro wrestling right now than our truth. <laughs> Nothing. It's not where I thought she was going to go. Him and his work with the Judgment Day. They gave this man merch in a week and a half. You know, that, that, the video package they put together. Oh, my God. Telling the doctor one day I'm going to be a member of the Judgment Day. Come on, man. <laughs> the guy's He's, a national treasure. Gold. He's a national treasure, and like the only reason why the twenty four seven title ever was cared about was because of him. You had remember you tag team with Miz. Yep, uh, they just teased that again. That's kind of built into this. Little Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, look, man. I don't know where the judgment. This is another one of those Sami Zayn situations where the longer it goes, people go, "I don't kind of want this to end." It's hilarious. Yep. JD McDonough's like, "I can't. Why is this fucking guy still here?" It's great. They got to have a match at Mania, though. Him, this, at this point, him and JD McDonough has to have, like, a Judgment Day on a pole match, and the loser gets kicked out of Judgment Day permanently. R-Truth is very deserving of a cinematic match at WrestleMania. Yeah, let's do it. Like, a very goofy put-together, but he can pull it off. R-Truth is now at the point where I don't care what he does for the rest of his career, I can't wait for his Hall of Fame speech. I just, I can't wait. Because he's getting in. Oh, yes. He's getting, he's I don't know how first this man, ballot. What is he, like 50 now? 51, I think. He looks, one, he looks tremendous. I wish I could look like that at 51. He he's got pictures with Tupac. three decades. He's got pictures with Tupac. Like photographs of him as a young adult with Tupac. Yeah, I got real pictures with Pac. No made up shit. Yeah, Shout out crazy. to Jada. But man, the, the work he's doing with the Judgment Day and his mic work, the man is just incredible. And the fact that he's back on television, I, you forget how good he is and how entertaining that man is. He's Gets fantastic. everything over. Every everything. single time. Yep. I used to hate... I used to hate the What's Up song. I used to hate it. Um, when he tag team with... and I, I mean, he tagged with Road Dog. He did. At one time. And TNA as well, shout out to Justin Ivey, Reverse Ratback, who bombarded me with a bunch of content where they had a, a three live crew. Yeah, three live crew. Him, Conan, and Road Dog. So, my favorite version, obviously this has always been one of my favorite versions of him, was when he was TNA champion. Ron Killings was Ron TNA champion. And when he showed up, I remember watching TNA, and I was like, what is he doing here? And then he worked, and I was like, oh my God, like this is a different wrestler. Super athletic. Super athletic, very good. Like, he did, it wasn't just a complete goof. Like, he just, he worked. He just knows how to make the goofy shit work as well. Yeah. This is a super talented dude. I, I love everything he's doing with Judgment Day. I, I don't know where this ends. I don't care where it ends as long as it's good. Man brought a ladder into the Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> and mistook it for money in the bank. I just don't know. I'm very curious if Truth is told to do these things. I'm going to have to ask somebody. Or does he just run this shit by a producer and they're just like, yeah. That's I'm sure we could reach out to somebody in the E and they'll give us an interview with our truth. Yeah. 
Yeah. You can have him on the pod. Like, yeah. That's one. That's an interview I now really, really want. Okay. Like, mania season. Like, I feel like, yo, give us truth. I think we can make that happen. Yeah. He's buzzing now. Like, I need to get all of these stories. But you mentioned TNA, so I guess it's a great segue no, no, to no, go no, into no, that. No, 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 no. We're not going there yet. Not going to TNA yet? No, it's here. You know what we have to talk about. Don't you? No. Is it your guy? Is it my guy? Okay. No, no, no. no. no I thought you were going to Samoa Joe. What, are we, what were we debating about in the group chat? What took over the internet over the past week? Over the past? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have to talk now about I this. I forgot about this. All right, so. Don't hinder the gender. <sighs> it's Tony time. And uh, not the Tony I like talking about. So, we'll go through the whole lineup of this, I guess, because they blend together. Jinder Mahal does the job to The Rock. We talked about this, like, last week. The crowd's clearly disappointed that Jinder, the former champion, it was just to swerve the crowd because The Rock comes out, cuts a Mr. America promo. The rest happens. He got to where he needs to get to at the end where he mentions being at the head of the table. Cool. It seems as though the E is like, okay, we'll reward gender. Thank you for doing the job. Weird ass, you know, 1990s promo, hyping up to xenophobia. We'll give you a title shot at Seth Rollins because he's the workman's champion. You'll get a title shot on television here next week. Gender, which was brought up by Tony Khan on Twitter then. No one was mentioning Tony Khan. Whatever. He decided to, uh, speak up, but Jinder hasn't won a match in the past year. Not one single match in the past calendar year. People were criticizing this. The USA account, shout out to my social media managers out there, making storylines, baby. So they ended up, it's like, okay, but what's the cage match rating going to be? And that's funny. Like people just care about like five-star ratings, blah, blah. So I, you know, I thought that was funny. Tony takes that as a slight. Jumps in, battling the USA account. And he's just like, well, I guess, you know, it doesn't really matter when the guy who's getting a title shot has a one in a year and all. Like, I can go through the exact Tony tweet. I don't even care. He says all this shit. Now it blows up. Now it becomes gender versus Tony Khan and AEW. Meanwhile, no one liked the gender getting the title shot until Tony mentioned it. He put gender over better than anyone in the past five years of this company. Now you can't hinder gender. And then Tony decides to follow it up and say, hey, check out, you know, a guy like Hook who has a really good winning record about to take on Samoa Joe, which wasn't confirmed. There was just a call out. Kind of snaked his own report that was going to happen on Dynamite, where now next week we're going to have that match. And it's one of those things where Tony, and we say this all the time, I say this all the time, just needs to stop tweeting. Mm-hmm. Why? What? Do, even if you don't agree with it, you are actively bringing your audience and eyes from your account to another promotion and putting over a guy now that people may not have liked that match, now the tribalism is going to kick in and everyone loves that match. Now everyone's going to watch just to spite Tony Khan and gender is going to be the... gender may get cheers when he walks out. It might be, F you, Tony. Like, that might be the chant when Jinder comes out. And Jinder will lose, and Sid Rollins will go, oh, and they might even shake hands because of all the funny shit that happened just to stick it to Tony Khan. 
He made that match bigger than it had any business be. But was Tony wrong? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He wasn't wrong, but now he is. His opinion wasn't wrong. His actions were, if that makes sense. He's, I, don't, I don't like Tony Truth, but he pointed out something that I feel is absolutely 100% correct. The WWE has, a, has had this issue where there's no rhyme or reason why people get title opportunities. They don't win. Just pop up, start a feud. Hey, I want a feud with you. Didn't you lose like 30 matches in a row? Doesn't. When AEW started, they was like, hey, wins and losses matter. It got out of control because it was like, oh, shit, this wrestler's like 96 and four. Then they get hurt. And it's like, well, how do we... It's like, it became too much. They stopped focusing on the rankings, but they still reward people who win. Yeah. I've always hated that the WWE doesn't pay attention to wins and losses. I hate it. Like, I despise it. When Jinder Mahal got the title opportunity, I was like, this is dumb. Because I was like, why? And Tony called it out. Now, if Tony was a smark on a message board, people probably would have retweeted it to hell. That's great. Because he's right. He's absolutely right. Wrong. Right message. Wrong message. And I know Tony doesn't want to hear it because this is the way Tony operates. And he's and in his mind, he's like, who's going to tell me not to operate this way? Here's the thing. I don't think people are going to be like chanting, fuck you, Tony, or any of that nonsense because the WWE audience, I would say maybe 20% of them. Yeah, on Twitter, yeah. It's a family show. Yeah. What AEW does, AEW does well. Hook getting the opportunity against Samoa Joe and the way they set it up on Dynamite this week was great. The hook with the bat signal, I need to see that more often now. That needs to be a thing. Yeah, that was interesting. Like, if you have the hook back signal in the sky and it's like signals who he's calling out, that's smart. But it makes sense. Hook doesn't really lose. 
And now people are like, who's Hook? It's like, all right, well, is this what we're going to do now? Because that's, that's not really the point. But Hook is tag, like, he doesn't have a real title. But, bro, he's winning matches. And he's wrestling Samoa Joe. And Samoa Joe's basically saying anybody who wants to smoke can come get it. And then Swerve came out. Hangman came AEW does things in terms of wins and losses and title opportunities that actually make sense. Sometimes the stories don't necessarily make sense, which we're going to talk about in a minute when it comes to Chris Jericho. Yeah. And bad decisions. But for the most part, wins and losses matter. And I wish that people would go like, yeah, he's right. Like, I wish Jinder Mahal won a match. That's fair. Did anything. He's given a title shot to someone who won one match and he just justified it. It was like, well, they won one match. It was like, all right, one and zero are pretty damn close. But whatever. To my thing is, and he does this a lot, he'll book champions in just random matches. Just because the title's not on the line doesn't diminish that you're not elevating someone else or why is this person wrestling the champion. CM Punk, when he was on Collision, and he was champion, wrestled a lot of random matches. Like who? Like, it's hard as fuck to find them. I'm just saying. But I mean, their champions wrestle. But... They don't put their title online. No, I understand that's that. Like, that's like... But their champions work television. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool, but... MJF has worked television matches. But who is he working that doesn't make sense? Usually, it, it makes sense in the realm of, like, this is someone else from the crew, right? So, like, if you're beefing with this faction, you'll take on someone else from the faction. Yeah. So, it still kind of makes sense. Um, my biggest thing is, for WWE-wise, it's, it's not AEW. But when it comes to these things, it's like they want a working champion. And the biggest criticism of WWE is you're just working the same person over and over and over, then getting to a pay-per-view and you're working the same person at the pay-per-view. And it's just a bunch of repetitive dumb shit, which is what they were doing for the past 10 years, which was horrible. This is, we don't know necessarily who Seth is working at the next pay-per-view, if he's working the next pay-per-view. And gender is just someone to work on the weekly. That's a fresh matchup going to take up TV time. It's not a bunch of promo shit. It's actually going to be a match for the champion, and he's going to work. I think that's pretty cool. And it's only happening because Ginger did, Ginger did the job for The Rock. And it was like, okay, we'll get you out of catering. We'll throw you on TV. And then you go back to being a manager for Indusheer. And, and that maybe Indusheer will come in, beat the shit out of Seth, and it'll be a DQ, and you establish that tag team with Ginger, and you go about your way. Seth beats him a week later with Indusheer not there. I don't know. But that's one of those things where it's just like, it's just something to do on television. It's not a pay-per-view. This person not thrust into it. Like, I didn't mind Zelina Vega getting a random title shot because Backlash was in Puerto Rico. The entrance was great. She worked. It was cool. Mia Yim hasn't won in three years, probably. I'm exaggerating. But I don't think she did. She just had a title shot. And that match was really good. Just because the champion had to work TV. And he was cut. So it was like, Okay, cool. Like sometimes matches are just match. I rather matches than two and a half hours of promo, and I rather see champions work someone that's not tag match. Can they coexist? This that like these are just intermittent feuds in between premium live events. I doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me when AW does it either, unless they just do it and never build a story. Like you know, there's there's balance between these things. And people don't want to see balance. And it's, yeah, WWE does it a lot. Well, they used to do it a lot. They don't do it as much anymore. But it does happen. I'm not mad at it. Vince would have put this shit on a pay-per-view. Yeah, I mean. And they would have wrestled five times between now and then. 
look, everything you're saying, I just, I don't like it. Like, I don't like. And that's fair. I, like, I don't. The only thing that I ask is for, like, to reward gender, he's going to lose anyway, right? Of course. But couldn't, couldn't they have did a week where he wrestled? Just beat somebody. Yeah. You just want to be Ricochet and then get him out? No. I'm <laughs> like, give I need momentum. Because it doesn't make sense. In their brain and to a lot of their audience, and I will tell you, it doesn't make sense to you, right? Because we're watching oh. actual wrestling. To a lot of their audience, he was just in the ring and sharing the ring with The Rock. The star power that is The Rock. If someone tunes in and they're a little kid or someone who's a fan and they're not us and they're not watching like all the fucking time and obsessing over booking, they're just like, oh, this big ass dude is in the ring with The Rock. They were talking shit to each other. He got to be somebody. So now when he's in the ring with Seth in a different week, okay, well, Seth is a star of the level of The Rock, I guess. And this guy's in the ring with both of them. On a perception wise, this did more than a match against a random probably could have. And people don't got to agree. They don't got to like it. It probably did for a casual fan. And that's all they're doing. Like, all right, well, Seth got to beat up somebody. Go ahead. Like, and yes, if this was the same deal, but with Chad Gable, no one online would have been fucking complaining. No, but Chad Gable would Could wrestle. Well, like, not... And because him and Sally be like, oh, they're going to give us a match and no one would complain. It doesn't matter if Chad Gable won, didn't win. It'd be like, oh, they're going to go out there no, and give us a banger. It, it would because if Chad Gable just wasn't on TV for almost a year and then showed up and got a title match, people were like, why is this happening? A little bit weird. It, that's, I think that's the, the whole thing. AJ Styles just popped up. Boom. Rock but, crushed AJ, AJ Seth. If, if he, it, he was gone for like a year. But if AJ was defeated for a year. He was just gone on injury. No, no, no. Being gone is one thing. Like, Randy Orton come back. Randy Orton still has momentum. It's not like he, the man was getting pinned. No. Jinder was eating shit. I don't even remember. He's been gone so long. I couldn't tell but, you but the he last was, Jinder Mahal. But he wasn't winning. He was jobbing. He was jobbing on main event. He was jobbing. And now it's like, ta-da, title opportunity. It's Former like, champion. Dude, come on, man. But that's what diminished the titles in WWE to begin with. Like, people getting opportunities they didn't deserve. And then, and it deserved. Like, Jonathan Coachman went and was like, you know... They made, I could have been champion if Vince wanted me to, but that would have been garbage. Yeah. I, I get what you're trying to say. It's like, you know, we booked this, but book it, it. All I've ever said on this show is like, just make it make sense. Yeah. And that's every promotion I want. Just make it make sense. Gender getting this, it's not egregious. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to watch. Clearly, the match is happening to set up a different angle. Yeah. At least I would assume so. Yeah, or but, just to kill some time because Seth has nothing going into Rumble. Yeah, but if if to, like what Tony said was not wrong, and that's that's all I'm looking at is like he wasn't wrong. It's just people don't want him to say it. Yeah, but in terms, he's not helping what is priority number one to him, which is his company in AEW. None of this helped AEW. Didn't hurt it either. Boosting your opponent didn't hurt and your competition. And, didn't and hurt. Nobody that follows Tony Khan going. You know what? I'm going to fucking watch Jinder Mahal. That is not happening. I don't know. That dog ain't if no anything, you're furthering tribalism and taking away from potential audience. No, you're not. And you not. look like a clown. No, dude. The clown thing, that's fine. But I don't, Tony saying that did not make a bunch of people say, I need to tune in to watch Seth and Jinder. It's, it's not happening. He made people, maybe not his people, but he made 
people who are already tribalists for WWE. They were already going to watch the match. They were shitting on that match. They no one liked that angle. It made no fucking sense. But, and I just tried to defend it. I played devil's advocate. It made no fucking sense. But, people were split. Now the people who were tribalists and loved WWE, none of them were split. Now it's, oh, we got to support gender. We got to support this match. Because Tony, Tony says he hates it. We got to show him. No, it doesn't matter. It do, in the grant, and none of this matters. Like, no, it, doesn't. it didn't matter in the first place. It matters a lot more now because Tony Khan doesn't put a light on it. It doesn't. The same people are gonna watch the match. They're not just they're just gonna lie and say they don't hate it now. Yeah. Ratings, I think it'll get more traction on gonna, social. It's, it's not gonna, gonna get pop more a rating. rating. Like the match is not gonna pop a rating. Like none of these things. It's, it doesn't matter. Tony shouldn't say what he says, and people like argue. Oh. I wish Tony would stop tweeting about the competition. Dude, people who watch AEW and love AEW, there's nothing Tony can say about WWE that makes people go, I'm going to flip to WWE. It's, they don't, the, like the separate, <laughs> people are going to, like, people like me, I'm going to watch it anyway because I watch wrestling. Yeah. That's right. But nobody's like, man, I got to tune in to see what happens between gender and Seth. This isn't mankind Wrestling for the title, time. right? Like, this is not the same thing. It, it doesn't matter. I just was looking at the discourse on social media and people was like, well, why is, who is Hook? And I'm like, you're making the, like, these the, counter, the counterpoint is, is dumb. Tony's not wrong. You just don't like him. That's fine. Just say fuck Tony. But he's not wrong. <laughs> I like Tony. He just, it's bad business. Just I, run, run your race. Put your blinders on. I don't so. even know it's bad business. Who cares? And then Eric Bischoff says something that's like... Oh, then him and Tony started going at it. But it's like, bro, you did the same thing. You actually ran your competition to the competitor. Like, you ran those fans to watch Mick Foley, Mankind, win the title because you... Probably not the guy you want to emulate. But, but if I, you could say, I'm doing the same thing no, no, as Eric no, no. Bischoff, then close. you're a little weird. But no, Bischoff being critical of Tony Khan when Bischoff is the pot calling the kettle black that because he was the first person who blew it. He straight up ran people to the competition by giving away a fin. Like, you talk about some crummy business? Bischoff ran a cr crummy business. Yeah, You're yeah. the last person to be like, what are you doing, Tony? It's yeah. not nearly as egregious as yeah, what you Tony, did. Tony tried to say that same thing and bury him. And then Bischoff came back with a picture where AEW called him a legend or something when he appeared on AEW. That, the back and forth there is hilarious. Tony, again, is just in a lot of back and forth. It's like He's four... A Nobody, nobody wants to agree with a billionaire. That's all. No, it's, like you're not going to be likable. No, you're not you can't the win. baby face here. You can't win. You can't win. Like people are going to like you, but, but you he can't wants win. To be the baby face. He wants, but I don't even think he wants to be the baby face. He still is the message board smart. That's it. Yeah, he just wants to be him. But at a certain point, can't be you no more. Look, man, if I'm the CEO of, of Walmart, you will not catch me working the register. <laughs> no, you won't. Exactly. You won't catch me bagging a grocery. No. You won't catch me doing any of that. Not because I can't. Not because even that I don't want to. I may want to. But if the CEO is down there, now everybody can take, now I'm touchable. Yeah. That's what Tony does. He makes himself touchable. Like, it's one thing to be like, I'm going to work with, like, hey, we all working together. Da, da, da. But if I'm the owner of this company and I make myself visible to people who just feel like they don't like me, well, there's that. Yeah, because to Tony, that's still his community. It's, it reminds me of people like, like, yo, everybody want to go back to the hood. But like sometimes... You can't. No. Like you, you can ride through, give him a quick 
What up? Head nod. Nah, Deuce, man, yo, everybody good. Oh, but I got to keep pushing. Like Tony wants to, the, <laughs> the internet message boards is his hood. It is. It's his borough. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like you're going back to the block. Yeah. Tony, you can't live on the block. You're familiar with that shit. Yeah, you you in and out. You ain't, I'm sorry. Yeah. But you ain't, you ain't here. You ain't Project Tony. Like, it's just, it ain't what it is. And he, he wants so much the validation of that community. Yeah. And it's like, sir, you gotta, you gotta let that go. You got everything else you want. He wants his cake and to eat it too. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I, I understand that he wants to do him. It's just, you can't. No. You, or, you, or you can, but you can't expect people to be on your side. That's yeah. all. No, it's, it's never going to look good in a court of public opinion. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. A couple things to touch on, because really, I mean, we can do weekly shit, but it's not that serious. Just some major things. Sting's gearing up for his last match. Looks like it's against the Young Bucks with Dick Dasterly mustaches. <laughs> yeah. I said, who are these fucking cartoon villains? They come Every out time here. they come back, it's with some different weird shit. It's, it's, it's so weird because the Young Bucks are now in a place where it's just like, they were more special as an indie tag team, right? Like, when they wrestled New Japan, when they wrestled Ring of Honor, yeah. when they wrestled Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, they were, like, must-watch TV. Now that they're in this company, it, I don't want to say it, because they still elevate tag teams. They still have very good matches. But as weekly characters, they ain't the same. Um, when they were heels with Omega, that, that was a pretty decent run. Yeah. Uh, but I understand what you're saying. I, I don't know if that's their blame, though. No, I'm not saying it's, it is. It's a mixture to me of their gimmick was always comprised of shit that is heavily copyrighted and uh, played off of nostalgia and all this shit. And sooner or later, you just can't do that on TV every week, right? Like, you can't DX crotch chop and too sweet. Like, yeah. you just can't do that every week. Fans will feel like it's disingenuous. And then the other half of it is quiet is kept. AEW has done a pretty bad job with the wealth of talent in the tag team division. Yeah. And they have the best tag team, legit tag team talent and division out there. And this will bleed into our next subject real quick. And they've done a piss poor job at it because they've treated the tag team division much like WWE did as a vehicle 
for their main titles and main feuds. More so than just letting it be a tag team division. Unless it's on FTR. Or like, if a legacy act in terms of a tag team, FTR, Bucks at times, um, Lucha Bros, if those three held the belts, all right, it kind of meant something. Um, when they put it on the acclaimed, maybe it was a little early, the acclaimed grew, grew into it. Yeah. They made a tag team with those belts. So it works when you treat tag team division like it's supposed to. But then they just keep flipping it into storylines for the main title. And they're doing it with the ROH belts now and all that. And they did that just to advance the MJF thing. But when you look at it, like, why is Starks and Bill champions right now? And why, if they are champions, why are they losing? What is this building? I, I don't know. So, I, I keep saying Ricky Starks gets the, the short end of the stick. Like, he tries to make chicken salad out of chicken shit every time. And he takes the pin to Sammy Guevara which now there's a tag title match against Jericho and Sammy sure. Guevara. And they'll win because it's, they're again booking this like it's WWE and it's like they lost, they won't lose. They won't, but you know, Jericho gets this big hero moment where his music's playing. It's like, what are we doing? You know why the music played. Everyone on Twitter knew why the music turn, played. We don't want to hear the booze. We don't want to hear the booze. Let's turn this shit they're up. They're going to sing Judas so we don't boo him. But it's, it's nonsense because not that Starks and Big Bill shouldn't have any momentum, but it's like, you kind of just threw the titles on them. When, as fans, we were like, yo, LAX never got a title run, right? Like, you have tag teams. Like, right now, the Kingdom have the ROH titles, which I, I get. That's fine. Kingdom. That's good tag. But, Stars should be, like, Stars should be a single star doing something else. Who's the A side of this tag team? When you threw this in, it was like, yo, Starks came off of great programs. We all know it was Starks. They just put belts on him. Sooner or later, you got to break the trope then of the big man can't take the pin. Yeah, well, they got Because out. now the A side is eating the pin every time. Yeah, like start. Starks, and you're protecting the B side just because he's big. Starks losing to Sammy Guevara, I was just like, all right. Clean. Two weeks in a row, he took a pin. Yeah, clean. I was like, all right. Yeah. What, are we, what are we doing? And I look at what's, what's happening in the Starks, and it's just like, man, he is being horribly booked right now. As a tag team champion. It's just not great for him because there's so much promise and he has so much momentum of things that were completely out of his control that, you know, he's just eating pins the same as Guevara for a super kick and a lazy roll-up. Yeah, and it looks like they're pivoting back to Swerve and Hangman as well. Um, kind of leading into that. I don't know where that goes because where does Swerve go in that except losing? I, I honestly don't know. Um, they, it seems like they're heat checking again because they they put him in there with Joe to see how the crowd would react. And it's like Swerve's just super over. Yeah. And it feels like Hangman is probably going to get a shot at the title first. That would make sense. To lose. And it's okay. It's like, all right, he's had the title. Who cares? Um, so we'll we'll see how that, that plays out. Before we get out of here, dude, I do want to talk about this TNA hard to kill pay-per-view. Yeah. Kicking off uh, the rebranding of TNA back to the old thing. Uh, it's at the Palms here in Vegas, for people who don't know. Much better venue than when they were doing shows at Samstown, like... Night and day. And that's no disrespect to Samstown. They had disrespect some of the best Samstown. nachos. They, they deserve the disrespect. Like, Samstown, come on, man. They only went wrong when they took away the nacho stand. Well, yeah, that too. But when the nacho bar, the self-service, that shit I'm, used to be cracked. Bro, I'm never recommending Samstown to anybody who comes to Vegas. Yo, where should I go? Samstown. Not happening. It's never. a decent, shitty hotel. They have a Roberto's and a McDonald's downstairs. And a TGI Fridays. I'm just, I'm saying. We fucked up some food at that TGI I'm Fridays. Just, I know, but it's just not where I'm telling people to go if oh, you come to Vegas. The Palms is nice. You ain't an East Side guy anyway. I'm not. But, <laughs> but 
they're doing hard to kill, and it's it, it's a it's a very good pay per view on paper. We're getting the Grizzly Young Veterans are making their d- debut. Vikingos working this show. Like this is a, I keep saying this. Like if you are not watching what was TNA that turned to Impact is now going back to TNA. If you say you love pro wrestling, you're a liar because yeah. TNA they, they don't miss, and I'm sure this one's not going to miss either. And even though Kel's probably not the biggest fan of Alex Shelley versus Moose for the TNA title. Love the booking. Um, no, I, I, the booking of it, yeah. No, I mean, Alex Shelley's <laughs> dropping that belt. I think we're going to see like four belts change hands. Um, but Moose is cashing in what would be his, his thing when he won the tournament. Uh, we already saw ABC win the tag titles off of it. Like, they're not going to fail cashing you. Oh, they might. They could, but they're not. Moose is going to... Okay. Listen, Alex Shelley... Got his picture with the new belt. He's the first one to hold the new title. And back to TNA. Got your picture. That's all you get. All right. Moose is going to take that belt going forward. So I think Moose wins that one. I'll do a same thing. Jordan Grace, I think, beats Trinity. Mostly due to rumors and everything coming up. And See, I, I, I don't know. Like, there's, I think. Got to get her in the Rumble. And not to say that she can't bring the belt to the Rumble because we've seen can. this. We saw Mickey James we've do it. We've seen this. So I, I don't know. I, I don't somehow, know if Jordan Grace gets the title yeah, off. Now there's like kind of like a fluidity between TNA and WWE. There's like a weird connection in the background. Well, people are trying to draw connections too. But the one thing about TNA with, this, with Endeavor or something. With this show, the way that it's been booked, and as we go down to the card, something big is gonna happen to end this show. Somebody that we're not expecting is probably gonna show up. Yeah. Like, I, I, I think even the title match itself, like, if Shelly were to win, somebody else is popping up. If Shelly w- wins, I better see Mustafa Ali show up. With the, with the full gimmick and, like, presidential suit shit. Like, that's... Could be. Honestly, that's kind of built for TNA. Because they'll be. give him a lot of control over that character. And they, and they value more character work than AEW. Does. Yeah, and, and everybody's 90 days up. Obviously, Dolph Ziggler... Yeah. Showed up as Nick Nemeth in New Japan. So it's like now everybody has an opportunity. Yeah. To the, those, like, so you, people got to remember, well, who was released by WWE? Like, who has a wrestling on Sunday? Yeah. I know, I know AJ Francis is in town. Yep. I got text Frankie. I got, I, I hit up and be like, did you sign? Yeah. yeah. Tell me. Um, but, but what's his face is to the uh, Matt Riddle, I think, is on Sunday. Yeah, Matt Rose working Osprey's on Sunday. Well, yeah, Osprey's working Josh Alexander on Sunday. Like, there's a Sunday lot stacked. St- Sunday stacked. It's my niece's birthday, and I can't go. <laughs> but TNA is going to have another good show. Let's go down. Uh, what um, other matches? Are ABC is defending their title four way match, and that's good because it's the Rascals who they've been feuding with. Uh, Speedball Mountain, which is Mike Bailey and Trent Seven, which is really dope, yeah. and they're going to do some wild shit. Grizzle Young Veterans. So I think ABC retains, but that match is going to go nuts. That should be a fucking I think it's Liss's first match of the night. That's wild. Yeah, it's going to be a And then Josh Alexander versus debuting Hammerstone. Yeah, another big signing by TNA. I was like, yo, they signed Hammerstone? And gave him Alexander at first. They're going to put on a banger. Yep. And then Women's Ultimate X. Oh, yeah. With Oh, shit. Tasha Steeles is in the match. Tasha Steeles in the match. Zaya Brookside making her debut. So... That's a really good match. Dirty Dango versus PCO. PCO is always just crazy. He like, just does some just dumb does shit. Some, he'll Dirty. come out as Frankenstein. Yeah. It'll be funny. And the crowd will pop and that'll be that. So, and then, so. yeah, uh, Saban versus Vikingo versus Kushida. 
Yeah, so I looked at the odds of this because I was just like, let me look at the odds. And Saban's obviously favored to retain. Yeah. But I wouldn't be mad if Vikingo won this right? thing. Because if you do an ultimate X match with Vikingo, that motherfucker's going to walk on the top of that X. Oh, 100%. This is going to be something stupid, but give it, the um, match is slap. Yeah, I think, again, this is a title change. So Vikingo probably wins that. And then, of course, Jordan Grace, Trinity, and then Alex Shelley Moose. So it's it's really good card throughout. And then Sunday has a banger of a card. So. I won't be watching that. Yeah, I'm going to try to get there. <laughs> so I got <laughs> two nights of TNA. Tommy Dreamers are also working the match because he's the digital champion. I don't even know how that happened. Shout out to... He is. He's on pre-show versus Crazy Steve. Yeah, I've hosted no shows with Dreamer on uh, Busted Open. Um, yeah, I mean, the pre-show is good too. I mean, Eddie Edwards, Brian Myers, I mean, Eric Young, Frankie Kazarian. I'm going to be there early. Yeah, we got shit to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be there early. So, look, look, if you got time to spare, watch TNA this weekend. You don't, or Impact. TNA. Yeah. TNA. Yeah. TNA now, buddy. Ying, there's no AEW. I know Collision's on Saturday, but whatever. Watch Hard to Kill. Yeah, not support them. They don't miss they don't the miss. pay-per-view. They don't they miss. They don't miss. It's going to be some really, really good wrestling. In the meantime, though, it's our time right now. Shout out to everyone here. Blue Art Studios, one resort in Las Vegas. Thank you all for your constant support. Make sure you guys continue to listen to us wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Follow us on all social media platforms. Like we said to start, check us out on Patreon as well, the Corner Podcast. Link is in all of our bios. Thank you everyone who's already subscribed. There are tons of content already up and plenty more to come. We appreciate you all. For myself, for the old man Andres Hell. Till next time, we're out. Peace. On the corner.